for club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it all right welcome everybody this is the reality czars podcast and i'm your only host today nathan uh tony's at work and we have the great etienne de la Buetti squared uh, I'm really excited to talk to you, brother. And uh, why don't you tell everybody, my, tell my audience where they can find you? Sure. So uh, Etienne de la Boy Squared is my pen name. Uh, my book is Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed, which is going into the fifth edition. And we have, you can uh, find us at government-scam.com. Uh, I'm the founder of the Art of Liberty Foundation, which is a uh, startup public policy organization exposing how intergenerational organized crime runs the government and the media and academia. And that's artofliberty.org. And finally, we're in the middle of an Indiegogo campaign for the fifth edition of the book where you can pre-order the fifth edition at a discount. And that is artofliberty.org forward slash Indiegogo. Awesome, man. Uh, I love your book. I own your book. Um, funny story. I actually met you in a cool little spot in Portland and I bought your book from you and I have a signed copy. Um, I think that was actually, I don't want to give too much away, but that was like the first time I'd been in a building. This was like deep in 2020. Uh, and this is like, I'm pretty sure it was 20. Yeah, it was 2020. And it was like the first time I'd walked inside of a building without a mask on. It was like, it was weird, dude. Cause those were weird times, man. And uh, Portland is one of the worst places, <laughs> you know, so, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, I One of the best and worst. Oh, it's one of the worst. People, somebody asked me what states were the worst, you know, because I was in 40 different states uh, this year and last year. Uh, like, I think I was 40 this year, 30 last year, something like that. And the absolute nice. worst, California. Oregon and Washington were was yep. like the most oppressive that I had, had done. Um, but, you know, I realized that this COVID was a scam, you know, from the very, very beginning. And so, I mean, I've only worn a mask maybe 25 times. Uh, two of those yeah. were international border crossings where I did have a ch ch choice, probably eight times on airplanes. And then, you know, when I first got back into the United States, when, when the COVID hit, I had to go into some, yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but they forced you just to get groceries, just to get whatever, you know, you had to have a mask. I was in Latin America when it hit. And so um, uh, uh, I kind of pride myself that I've, you know, only had to put one on my face maybe 25 times. Dude, that's a, that's a point of pride. I, I have to wear one every time I walk into my work. As soon as I get to my area, I can take it off. It's whatever, but like, yeah. So daily, I got to put on my stupid face diaper. Um, I recently moved out of Portland-ish proper, mm -hmm. and now I'm kind of in more rural Oregon, which has been really nice. It's, uh, it's pretty red out here. There's a lot of Trumpers and people that pretend to love freedom. And so uh, we have, a, we have actually, which, uh, which is pretty cool, uh, a, a sheriff that says that he is a constitutional sheriff and he won't enforce the mask mandates or any jab mandates. And so I can walk into my local grocery store without a mask now, Who's which is sheriff? pretty nice. I don't know his name. That's, that's terrible. I need to meet him actually. <laughs> so I, you know, it's funny. I, I met with a lot of sheriffs because we, you know, I'm also a co-founder of the Thick Red Line Project and which yeah. Is, 
trying to help the the police to say no to these uh, lockdowns, mask mandates, and victimless crimes by suggesting that they do it collectively and then organizing community support for them to tell the politicians no. And uh, and I've been amazed at you know how many sheriffs you know claim to be constitutionalists but just can't stop arresting people peaceful people for victimless crimes. Yeah, man. I mean, that is the one cool thing about Oregon here is like the only thing that's insane is like Portland, just the very surrounding areas and maybe like Eugene, the rest of it, dude, Southern Oregon, Eastern Oregon, the middle of Oregon, they don't fuck around with this shit. (laughs) This is all nonsense, man. And they know it. I used to live in Austin and I was thinking about getting a shirts made that says, that say, keep Austin weird, just not as weird as Portland. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, So I also saw you at Squatch Fest, which which was a lot of fun, man. Uh, I did. So, you know, we did the the Liberty Tour. It was the one before, I think. Yeah. The book, Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed, has been the best-selling book at over a dozen plus Liberty conferences and festivals the past couple of years. And so we do the circuit, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Squatch Fest, Jackalope, uh, you know, uh, uh, others. Uh, I've got a whole list of, you know, what the best freedom festivals are for freedom people in the book. Uh, But, you know, the book is designed to wake up your friends, your family, your neighbors, your colleagues as to how the, you know, the scam of government works and really reveal that it's the government, the media, and academia working together. And uh, in the upcoming fifth edition of the book, uh, the original subtitle was, you know, how intergenerational organized crime runs the government and the media. And, uh, and in the fifth edition, I'm, I'm changing the subtitle to, you know, how, the, how intergenerational organized crime runs the government, the media, and academia. Yeah, that's really, you know, that's really what's going on. It's, it's a control of perception program where we're going to control the information that the population receives uh, to, uh, you know, to indoctrinate them into this pseudo religion of statism, the belief in the desirability, the necessity, and the uh, legitimacy of having a government in the first place, even though there's no ironclad law in the universe that says you have to have a government. Um, but, uh, academia, which I, which I touched on in the fourth edition, I'm really want to hit in the face hard this time because the other part of the program, you know, is this hierarchical control of information you receive either in the mandatory government school where the criminals in Washington, DC can, you know, have pushed down a curriculum you know, hierarchically into the, you know, the states that government is legitimate, desirable, necessary, targeting kids before they're old enough to really evaluate the legitimacy and morality of that claim. And so that's the kind of the first step in the program is academia. And then, you know, you've got, you've got teachers that just go up there and they'll just repeat whatever the heck they're told the same way that, you know, Sinclair Broadcasting's local news anchors will go and repeat whatever they're told by Sinclair Broadcasting. If you've seen the very famous video of, you know, all the local news reporters from all over the country saying the exact same thing. And that hierarchical control of information, whether it's mandatory government school system or whether it's, you know, six monopoly old school media companies, 
you know, running hundreds and hundreds of subsidiaries to give everybody the illusion that there's all these different information sources in society, or, you know, that's kind of the old media side, radio, television, print, uh, you know, things like that. And then on the, on the new media side, kind of the, you know, the internet side of the house, you've got uh, two to three dozen, what I like to refer to as DARPA front companies. And, and for your, for your audience, DARPA is the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. And uh, they were the folks that invented the internet and they had the internet for decades before they gave everybody access to their military network and got everybody on their military network. But I believe in that, you know, in the, in the ensuing years, they'd already figured out, you know, what uh, technologies and companies that they needed to control to, uh, to, you know, control, uh, you know, information widely algorithmically on the, uh, on this platform. And uh, uh, yeah, they gave us this big, beautiful cage to walk in and they shut the door behind it. It's uh, (laughs) that's the internet, man. The knobs to see, you know, what you can see and what you can't see. And we're going to, you know, trick you into watching this, or we're going to tempt you with that. And it's, you know, let me just tell you the, uh, the revolution will not be recommended for you by YouTube. Yeah. So uh, it's not going to make the algorithms. Yeah. 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 And so, so that algorithmic censorship, you know, um, if you don't understand that that's going on, that there's a man behind the curtain, not just in the media, but, you know, in these kind of major internet properties, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Reddit, Discuss that does uh, comments on thousands of websites, Meetup, um, Snopes, uh, Netflix, Amazon, um, Spotify. Spotify, we we released a song. I don't know if you've heard the song Scam Yet by Grant Elman of Presence Music, P-R-E-Z-E-N-C-E Music. Uh, I'm not sure but, if I have yet. Oh yeah. my God. It's like, a, it's amazing. We, when we launched the Indiegogo, when we launched the campaign for the Indiegogo, we released this video called scam. Uh, and uh, maybe we can have it edited into the, you know, to the, to the end of this uh, video to keep everybody, yeah, man. you know, watching, but the, uh, the video went, um, uh, started going crazy, crazy viral. Uh, where it's, it's about to go over 40,000 plus views, uh, Spotify censored it. So, ah. you, so number one, you can't favorite it and it doesn't go, or you can favorite it, but it won't go into your liked playlist. That was like the first level of censorship. And then they just banned it outright where you couldn't play it. And we had people that were looking at, you know, looking at Spotify, for, you know, from other countries at first they had, it was available in the United States. It wasn't available in other countries. And then it was uh, now. Then it was now. It's just not available in the United States. It just won't play. So it's still up there, but you press it, you won't play. Uh, I went to tweet about the censorship, and Twitter censored my tweet about it. Yeah. And so it, it is a hard hitting song exposing the song of the COVID. It's catchy, whatever. But like you know, that ability to tamp it down, to tamp you know, to turn it off on Spotify, to turn it off on on Twitter. That is the name of the game. We're controlling the information that you receive. So can we find that song on your website or is it on YouTube? Uh, How can we find it? You can find it on the website at artofliberty.org forward slash scam with all the lyrics and everything like that. 
And so it's still on YouTube. And like I said, it's about to go over 40,000, uh, you know, views on YouTube. I'm sure it's being, you know, I'm sure it, it, once you hear it, it would probably have a million views if this thing, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that, you know, YouTube has turned off any organic way that it would, you know, uh, you know, be recommended or be shared or whatever. And so the only way to really share it is to send a link to, you know, somebody. And then depending on what message app you use, because messenger is censoring links and WhatsApp is censoring links, literally censoring links out of messages. Now I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, people note about that and the government is now openly talking about censoring SMS texts under the guise of eliminating COVID misinformation. And so that if you if like, you know, if your friends and your relatives and your colleagues do not understand that this level of Soviet Union censorship and indoctrination and brainwashing is going on, then government, the biggest scam in history exposed is is the ideal book to give somebody to, to do it. It's chock full of uh, visualizations and images and historical photos. And uh, it's very, very successful. It's designed to bring somebody from zero to 60. Most people are visual learners. They come to insight when they see something. And so we do a lot with, you know, having media ownership charts and media organization charts to show how these ostensibly independent media companies are all connected together. And then that system is how they push down the BS about 9-11 or the BS about Oklahoma City or the BS about Waco or the BS about um, the COVID, whatever it is, that uh, CIA calls it the mighty Wurlitzer. It's been known as the, you know, Operation Mockingbird. And while Operation yeah. Mockingbird, I, like, I don't know if that's, there's nobody's proven that that was the official name. It's just the, the program that was exposed in the church committee hearings in 1976 where it came out that the CIA had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reporters on the payroll um, that came out in, you know, open congressional testimony um, and has become popularly known as Mockingbird. And while that hasn't been confirmed that that was the exact, you know, project name, um, the speculation is, is that, you know, if, if you can control the head ends of the information food chain, if you can control the CNNs and the Reuters and the Associated Press and the New York Times and the Washington Post and, you know, other, you know, kind of uh, head ends of the information food chain, then all of the local newspapers, all of the local, uh, you know, uh, radio stations, and, and they just mockingbird repeat yeah. whatever the big boys say. And then the people that don't understand how the big game, you know, the, the population or at least the percentage that doesn't understand how the big game is played, they'll go around mocking birding, whatever the regional or the local ones say. And so yeah. that Sinclair video, uh, you know, of all the news anchors across the country saying the exact same thing, that is an example of what it looks like in practice. Yeah, for sure, brother. And it's funny, too, how they have to get in early because 
uh, they get this they get this in the kids' heads when they're young because I mean in a lot of ways this generation seems like the most rebellious. Like I can tell you, I've got I've got teenagers here, and my teenagers are fucking nuts, dude. They don't they don't buy any of the shit. They're great. Your book actually has been nice because I used to leave it just like on the coffee table, and your book is really approachable. So uh, my son's friends would come through, flip through that thing, ask me questions. I could drop some hard red pills on them, and they're already like fucking authority. They're they they do not want to listen to their teachers and this and that and the other. And I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that Prussian school model, that is absolute bullshit. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to flood you with lies and they're trying to teach you to be obedient. And it's great, man. It was, it's fantastic. And, but I'll give you an example of um, like for a couple of years, my son, he was homeschooled when he was little and then he wanted to go to school uh, to meet, make friends and this and that. So I let him go uh, to middle school uh, for a couple of years and one thing that they were doing, which I found fascinating, is they wanted them to start learning about media and news. Mm-hmm. And so what they started doing is they were like, okay, uh, we're going to have you watch a CNN. So you had the choice. You could either watch a 10 minute long video from CNN. It's called CNN 10. And then you just, you, that's it. You, so you just watch the segment or you'd have to uh, find a news article, read it, and then write a summary about it. So what do you think most kids are going to do? They're going to watch a little CNN 10 video. And that's what my son wanted to do. I was like, fuck, no, we're not doing that. So we busted out antiwar.com. We busted out the uh, Free Thought Project. We busted out anti, anti-media. We started busting out all of these. And we, we were just reading real articles. And then he'd have to write these summaries and hand it back to his teacher, which I'm sure would <laughs> piss her off. But... Um, it, but with that, like, so kids are being taught, like, Hey, this is CNN. This is something that they're like, they are, uh, kind of, uh, like this is authority. This is like a fun video. They're having like fond feelings about CNN when they're young. And so they're going to carry that on for the rest of their lives. You know, they're going to be like, Oh, I love, I watched CNN when I was a kid. It was great. Yeah. Oh, a- a- absolutely. And, you know, Google's in schools as well. Google has a whole platform. So they're getting the kids on the Google platform. By the way, um, my book is backed up by a, uh, a flash drive that we call the Liberator that's now up to 32 gigs of evidence. But one of the evidence of either government illegitimacy or government criminality, uh, everything from hoax shootings for, you know, gun control to uh, false flag terrorism for police state. Like just, it's just, it's just absolutely a library of evidence against the government in a way that can't be censored off the internet where you can sneak net, hand it to, you know, to a friend. And one of the articles that we have is how the CIA made Google and it breaks down in absolute, you know, you can't like, like no ifs, ands, or buts. Google is a, you know, creation of the CIA. All the stuff about Sergey Brin and, you know, the, the garage and all that, that stuff is just, just stuff they tell you on TV. Uh, Google came out of a partnership that, um, uh, that, that, that DARPA has essentially with Silicon Valley and big tech called the Highland Forum. And we've got all of that at government dash scam forward slash liberator. You can go see that for free. You can download our entire liberator for free onto your own flash drive and and give it to your friends and relatives. And if you download the entire drive, you actually get the fourth edition of the book for free. But that article, how the CIA made Google is in there. And not only is how the CIA made Google in there, but we have 
example after example after example where the like in in video where cnn and fox and the others have all been caught lying and not just lying but i'm talking about making up stuff out of whole cloth i don't know if you know the story of syrian danny where they where cnn would get busted engineering uh you know uh like you know they had a correspondent reporting for from syria that they were trying to stoke up a war for the for the for the united states they were looking for a reason to you know invade syria and so they were trying to stoke it up with this guy that cnn had on the ground called syrian danny but what would happen is, you know, before you go live on a satellite, you know, it's, it's just like a switcher, you know, like you would bring in video in, in the studio. And so you're going out live on the satellite. Uh, and then when you're ready to go for the interview, they just, you know, flip it out. But they but they're but CNN will be talking to Siri and Danny over the satellite before they go live and other people that have satellite dishes can pick that up. And so they picked it up and they recorded it. And CNN is lit, like, like Siri and Danny is literally like, okay, you're going to start shooting when the, when it goes rolls and you guys are going to lay here. And like, we're going to like staging the entire thing, the entire, yeah. I mean, absolutely staging in Gulf war. We've got videos where, uh, where, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Charles Jaco. I don't know if you remember this from the, from the first Gulf war, but Charles Jaco is pretending to be uh, reporting. He's obviously on a set. He's probably in the hotel room and like, like the basement of a hotel in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. They're pretending to be outside. The whole set looks like Gilligan's Island. They go to put on these gas masks. They're, they're like trying, they're, uh, they're, you know, going to put on like these gas masks. They're all worried. It's, it's all, it's all like we're in danger here. We're like, like whatever. And then you go and see what they, you know, people pulled on, up on the satellite before they went live and before they went they're laughing and joking and make it like, you know, just, it's absolutely getting hamburgers. It's just, it's absolutely <laughs> the news. You know, if you don't understand that the news is lying to you, Soviet style, then you're not even in the game. I mean, you don't even know yeah. what's going on if you don't understand that this is a Soviet Union level, you know, control of perception program, multi-trillion dollar. They've bought up every screen. They control every, you know, every screen in the sense of broadcast, okay? With the internet, you can still go to government-scam.com forward slash liberator currently and download everything I said but if you're watching it on cable, tele you're never going to see it on cable television. You're never going to see it on the Wall Street Journal. You're never going to see it on CNN or Fox or whatever it is. Uh, so, um, you know, I think they're going to I think that so many people are figuring out what is going on and how the system works that they're eventually going to turn off the Internet. And so that's why we make this like little credit card size 32 gig flash drive where we can just, you know, um, where we can where uh, we can uh, uh, ensure that that does not disappear, and that anybody you know you can keep it in your wallet or your purse, and you're over at a friend's house. You're like, here, just copy this while we're while we're talking, while we're having our coffee, and and so so it makes it easy to uh, uh, to resist. That's cool, man. Yeah, I had a I had a lefty uh, coworker that I was always dropping red pills on. And he was actually pretty good. He used to be like a free speech absolutist. And he used to be a uh, kind of pretty anti war. And during that, uh, 
man, I'm trying to remember when this was, this was I guess a couple of years ago when we were trying to, uh, trying to pull out of Syria and, and so he was all about it. He was excited. And so was I. And then I was trying to explain to him that they're like, they're not going to let this happen. I was trying to, trying to explain to him about the propaganda. And it, during that time, that's when, like, I guess we were pulling out of, I think it was, what was it like Western Syria? And then they said that Turkey was coming in to kill the Kurds. Do you remember that? And, um, and all of a sudden we heard about the Kurds because, you know what I mean? And people started pretending they cared about the Kurds. Yep. It was just it was bizarre, like, cause they got the marching orders and now the whole world cares about the Kurds. And so there's these videos of people with like machine guns going like nonstop. And my buddy was just all up in arms. And he's like, well, we need to go in there and stop it. I was like, what about being anti-war? And then I like, like a day later, do you remember this? This is when, uh, someone was looking at it this looks funny it was from like a kentucky like uh a gun show yeah <laughs> yep. they're using yep. the and that was like a really big red pill for him i was like look this is what the news told you and this was a gigantic a lie that might go into the yeah. condition i'd forgot you know what i'd forgotten about that example i'm gonna put that in as well so it's a good one man <laughs> it's a good one ah <laughs> oh, the stan liars <laughs> Uh, so, man, you, you brought up the uh, the church committee. That's an interesting one. Do you think that was legit? Do you think that, like, for a moment we were getting a little bit of truth? Like, do you think that was started in a, like, how did they let that happen? How did so, they let that get so far? So, um, every once in a while, there are honest, an honest person will get into Congress. It doesn't happen very often. You know, and shout out to Ron Paul. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't happen very often, but, uh, and, and also, so, so sometimes it's led by, you know, a legitimate congressperson. Sometimes the crimes of the CIA, you know, get so, uh, you know, become so, uh, um, obvious that there has to be some kind of investigation and then that investigation stuff comes up. I wasn't alive back then, but I was amazed at what came out of that. So some of the other things that came out of the church committee hearing was the heart attack gun. Uh -huh. so that's when you, you had, uh, you know, uh, uh, Senator church and Ford holding up the 45 that shoots a little frozen dart of poison. And then the, the dart goes into your arm, the poison dissolves. It leaves just a little, little tiny hole. It gives you a heart attack. I kind of think that's how they killed Breitbart. I don't know if you remember Breitbart, you know, had a heart attack walking down the street one day, you know, right before he was about to release, you know, some, some incriminating evidence on the government. And so, uh, so the heart attack gun came out of that. The fact that they had, you know, uh, you know, all of these reporters and, and editors and people on the, you know, on the payroll, um, I, I, you know, supposedly um, around the world, but I remember them going into executive session during that conference. And so even if you're trying to get, you know, good information up, then the chairman can always say, Hey, we can take you into executive session and then cover up whatever they want. They turn off the cameras, they kick all the spectators out and it's yeah. just the congressional criminals and, you know, whoever's, you know, directly involved, but it's, uh, it is, um, it just boggles the mind that you know that this stuff is is it comes i i get i get my mind boggled when it comes out as well 
Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you thought that that was like a control release. Like sometimes they, they tell us a little bit, you know, and then uh, cover up the rest or if that was legit. And I, th- I kind of think it might've been, they, they kind of released quite a bit, man, that heart attack gun to something. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I, so, uh, so the, well, whether or not I'm, I'm sure that they were covering something up, but like what they, you know, the limited hangout, to me, yeah. was, was very, very damaging. There's a, uh, uh, the program appears to go on today because in my book, I break down how there have been a number of newspaper reporters that either have either come forward and said flat out, um, I, you know, was, we, I was on, I was paid by the CIA, uh, you know, to write articles or the CIA will just throw me an article and say, put your name on it that they'd already written. Uh, probably the most prominent uh, whistleblower is Udo Ulfcoat. And if you just U-D-O-U-L-F, I forget the rest of it. It's in the book, but like, you know, that he, he was one. And then there's been others that have been exposed as CIA assets, reporters that have been exposed as CIA assets through FOIA requests. Ken Dillon at the LA Times is an example of somebody that was, you know, exposed as a, uh, as a CIA uh, you know, plant at the LA Times through a through a FOIA co- request, but every once in a while it comes out, so it appears to be still going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I think about um, when I think about like uh, limited hangouts, what's that gentleman that he supposedly worked for the CIA, NSA, and then he he's in Russia right now? What's his name? You know Snowden. what I'm talking about? Snowden. Snowden. I I don't trust that guy. <laughs> Not at all. Every every interview I've ever heard of his, he like gives this much, and he gives all the like stuff that should like everybody knows already. Yeah. And I, and it's, oh. but I mean, the one that also blows my mind is By the way, um, the word on the street with Snowden. And like, I'll, I'll tell you in the book, I'll tell you what I can prove. And we hypertext link to everything. And you know, the, it's backed up by this 32 gigabit flash drive full of evidence. Um, but speculatively this is not this is not a fact or anything but the speculation that i have heard and you know very intelligent people uh you know think that snowden was about the cia blowing the whistle on the nsa to take away the nsa's tools so only the cia has the tools and uh and so that's that and, and also to like kind of um uh kind of uh you know make people think twice about what they're saying on the phone or on email oh yeah or on messenger or whatever it is so to stifle you know dissent to a certain degree which is in, in me is the i i don't care I, you know like i'm open about what i'm doing like you know you cannot silence you know me at all but like some people you know they they're scared of you know like oh maybe i shouldn't say that or maybe i you know and so i think there was a little bit of that but the word on the street is, is that Snowden is a, you know, uh, 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 is, is designed to take away the NSA's tools so that the CIA has, ha, only has them. That makes sense to me, man. I mean, I just, I don't, you know, I don't have proof that he was, you know, uh, an agent or whatever he still is or doing the bidding of, but like, he's still in Russia. He's still breathing. He's still going out to restaurants and eating. And then look at Julian Assange. You, you know it. what I mean? Because <laughs> I mean, if he was if he was as big a risk, what Julian Assange only had to go to Russia, and then he would have been safe. Is that what we believe? Like, oh, he's in Russia, so we can't touch him. 
but we'll break into the fucking embassy of Ecuador and say, you know what I mean? It's, it's baloney, man. And it is absolute baloney. Do you know how, do you know how you can tell that the television is lying to you, deceiving you and propagandizing you? Tell me they're speaking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. Ah, dude, just listening to those terrible, terrible journalists talk about, um, well, talk about like Orange Man Bad and talking about um, how he was uh, threatening the free press and things like that. And then not a peep about Julian Assange. And so what I, well, let's, uh, let's talk about Trump because I think it's, it's funny, you know, Trump's in the news now because he's forcing vaccinations at his hotels and his club and yeah. like that. And so, you know, I knew Trump was in on it the entire time. Like my, my feeling is that Trump is a, uh, a casino, a money laundering casino owner, front man. He's not a real billionaire. He's being propped up. He's a, uh, he is a partner with George Soros in, um, uh, in his Chicago hotel. He's and, a brand. Yeah. Well, he, he, he is, he's a brand and he, They've been they've given him some media training, so I think that the the real apprentice was Donald Trump. So, like when you're watching the show The Apprentice, it's all right. Can we build up his legend? Can we make him look like a you know wealthy outsider that you know that we don't have by the fucking balls? And then and then you know uh, sell him to you know literally give him a national reputation as an impeccable smart businessman like whatever. And then uh, uh, he was the apprentice, and evidently he won the show because now he got to be, uh, you know, uh, president of the United States. Yeah, they've been building him up for years and years, man. I mean, people don't remember that now, but he was loved by normies. Like he was on uh, what is that, Home Alone two? Mm-hmm. He was on WWF. He was on like Howard Stern a hundred times. Like he, this man was America. You know what I mean? This was like the, this was America's, uh, you know, sweetheart. He was that's a dirt they, bag and he was like. That is how they do it. Do it. That is how we're, yeah. we're controlling every screen. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll tell you who to like and we'll show you who to like and we'll build up the ones that we like and we'll tear down the ones that would expose us or ignore them completely or denigrate them or, you know, uh, you know, uh, accuse them of taking, uh, you know, horse dewormer or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and uh, that is the name of the game. We break it all down and government, the biggest scam in history exposed. Do you think he'll be back for season two of America's top president? You know, that would be awesome <laughs> because, you know, like the, the old cast, they were more zany and never knew what was going to happen versus this, this, this season's cast is kind of lame and, you know, can't remember their lines and, you know, like, uh, so it would make it more interesting. It wouldn't change anything because, no. you know, as we break down in the book, it, you know, the Republicans, Democrats are run by the exact same power structure. And whether you pick government blue or government red, you're going to get government, whether you yeah. want it or not. And uh, if you disagree, they've got some shave-headed cult members in costumes with guns uh, that they've put through Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Explorers, JROTC, ROTC, uh, military training, and then police training. And 
you can't really reason with them because they've been through seven levels of government indoctrination. Yep. Yep. It's funny watching them too, uh, watching them flip the script because Republicans used to be the heels and Democrats were the saviors. And now it's going to be the other way around. And it's, uh, it, yeah, this season's going to be spicy. It's going to be. <laughs> it is going to be, it is going to be spicy. The, the other, the kind of the other aspects So whether, so I do, I actually do think he's going to be back uh, um, because he is divisive and this is divide and conquer. Um, I can't believe his base is still with them after he completely, you know, uh, chumped them in, you know, with, with respect to the sixth. And, uh, you know, what I, I, I'd like to talk about that for a minute because. Sure. You know, I'm still waiting for the Kraken, for the Kraken to come out. And... <laughs> so, so, so what, why would they do that? Why would, why would Trump set up his, his group to be made to look like schmucks and insurrectionists and everything like that? And so what I think is, is because like they, they can control Trump they can't control the Trump movement. There's a lot of good people in the Trump movement. They may be misguided. Yeah. They may be, you know, uh, you know, have fallen for the indoctrinated pseudo religion of statism. And they may, you know, like they may be flying the flag, but they know that there's a, you know, that something's not right in Washington, DC, that it's crooked, that it's, that, that we're being robbed, that, that these policies are tyrannical and they were getting organized around Trump. And they had to, I think that the powers that shouldn't be knew they had to break Trump, not they had to, to break his movement. And so I think January 6th was all about, you know, making the Trump movement, which is different than Trump himself, look like schmoes and insurrectionists mm -hmm. and clowns and murderers and like, you know, and, and, and anti-peace and all like everything else that the, you know, the propaganda has come up with. Um, and then the Justice Department went after them in a way that is literally right out of the KGB playbook. Like we are going to throw the book at people that did absolutely nothing to scare the population away from ever coming to Washington, D.C. again and trying to arrest us or trying to, you know, stop uh, this massive robbery of, of, of the, the people on the planet. Yeah, brother. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I find that to be one of the saddest things is because like to me, um, I, you know, I, we kind of laugh at the conservatives a little bit because, you know, they're, you know, whatever, weekend warriors a little bit here or there and they pretend to like freedom, but they really want just their puppet in charge for control and things like that. But, you know, a lot of those guys, um, they really do like the Patriots, there's some good folks in that, in that, in that group. And um, like, I, I think about like the three percenters, I think about some of those, uh, those, uh, oh, the Oath Keepers, I think about a lot of those guys that like, uh, the constitutionalists, the, wa you know, the watchmen that were like, um, and they unfortunately got like, like you said, this was like, so premeditated, and they were ready for it. Like that whole Q movement, it was just, just devastating to them, man, because they just fell hook, line and sinker because they wanted a white knight. They wanted somebody to, to save them. They wanted to be, you know, they're going to clean house and they're going to, they're going to finally take over and fix the country and bring it back to a constitutional Republic. And, and, and what did the cues tell them to do? They're like, no, don't pick up your guns. Don't actually make something happen. 
just trust the plan. We got this. We got we got the generals back here. We got we got the secret military force here, the Qs, and we're ready to go. So just sit back, set your gut. It's okay. Give up your bump stock. It's all right. Uh, because we got this. Trust the plan. I was literally amazed. One of my one of my closest friends is uh is, is a genius. He's a world-class software security architect. He co-chairs a couple committee. I don't want to tell you what he does, but like, um, I couldn't believe that he fell for it. I mean, like I'm yeah. so, so many of my friends, I just can't believe that they were falling for that. Even with me sitting right there next to him going, no dude, it's all BS. It's, I, um, there was a page I, when I went to look at it, at the Q phenomenon and evaluate it for, you know, like when I first looked at it kind of, um, there was a page that they had where they had the heroes that I'm going to say the Patriots. And then I forgot what they were calling the other side, but like whatever it is and the Patriots, the people that like, and they, they had dozens and dozens and dozens of people that were either labeled traitor. I think it was traitor or Patriot. <laughs> if I remember correctly. And if you took a look at the, the Patriots, it was like the head of the CIA and the head of the intelligence. <laughs> Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. This is, it was so deep state and they they did it. What can I say? I gotta, I gotta hand it to them. They did a great job. Yeah, They (laughs) They built that mousetrap and just caught all those poor suckers, man. And, and then it all culminated. Yeah. Right. With with January 6th when, I mean, let's face it, that fucking, that, uh, that election was fishy. I don't think that, Joe Biz, okay, I don't know what I'm allowed to say on YouTube. I have questions, (laughs) right? And uh, they were actually going to look into it. And then, you know, I mean, those government agents came in there and caused a fuss. And and that's the other funny thing that nobody wants to talk about. Everyone wants to say that January 6th is worse than 9-11. They were walking through red velvet ropes and shit. These people, they let the doors open. They, they just in, They had people there. <laughs> they had people in the crowd that were, you know, pushing them there. And then, have you have you not seen the the uh, uh, what is it? Um, there's a video done by Woo's News, W O O Z News, where they break sure. down the shooting. Oh, I think I have seen that. Yeah, because somebody shoots and then like someone behind him is like sitting there. Was he like like looking at his phone and just kind of farting around and like yeah, so, it so like so no we, one's freaking out. Like Woo's News did this amazing, amazing video that got censored off YouTube about a day in about a day that after it had already had racked up hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views because it just went. It was so compelling that it went like it was going super viral before you know, YouTube took it down and everything like that. But um, he, uh, they break down probably three or four. They got all of the camera angles of everybody that had a, a, a cell phone camera going during the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. And just to remind the crowd, uh, supposedly there was a ex-military woman named Ashley Babbitt uh, was at the Capitol. She was a protester. She was wearing this giant backpack. She was trying to go through a window and a security guard shoots her. She falls backwards, lands on her pillow, comfy backpack, and then pretends to be dead. She's not, you know, like, like, like you just got to see it to believe it, understand how fake it was. And then all of the people that are involved in it are fake alternative news people. And then they're taking and they're 
like they had the like you can understand exactly you know how they did it you can see them doing the script you can see that she's not really dead like the like the the whole thing and i don't know where these people disappear to but like yeah. the guy's gun is not even pointing in her direction. You can see <laughs> the direction the guy's gun is pointing in when it goes off, and it's not even pointing at this woman. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> They're on a beach right now in Tel Aviv with, with Delane Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I, that, so there's, <laughs> I think, that's my, th- my thesis is there's some island where, like, if you get too hot or you get too, like, whatever, that they take you off set off screen you know like whatever yeah and then you know we either get uh you know plastic surgery or you get to you know or you just get to live out your life there or like whatever and everything yeah divided and like we you know because i mean that's kind of nice i mean wouldn't the blow dart wouldn't the <laughs> the, the heart attack gun be a lot cheaper and easier i well, think the, the maybe they tell them we're gonna take you to this the, beautiful the place problem and <laughs> is, the problem with that is that um the underlings, the, the scumbags, the traitors that, that are willing to do this and, 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 you know, they aren't going to do it if they think they get, if they're going to get, if the, if this true, you know, blows up, if they're, they're going to kill them. And so I think that, that at some level you get brought in on the secret that like, Hey, we'll get you out. Like, um, Timothy McVeigh, uh, you know, one of the witnesses at his execution said he was still breathing when they, when they let, you know, when they wheeled the stretcher out as, as an example, um, Jeffrey Epstein, um, I, you know, I think Jeffrey Epstein, I think they came in and they told those, those guards that, Hey, this is a, uh, uh, you know, this guy is turning on bigger fish. He's going into the witness protection program. Uh, you guys aren't going to say anything. Uh, I need you to sign these national security letters. Okay. And uh, by the way, we're going to be listening on your phones for the rest of your life. Okay. Every, like, literally, this is how we do, you know, and if anything's, you know, gets going and now it just came out, I forgot the exact uh, details, but like the, 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 the security guards that were supposed to be monitoring Epstein and, and that New York cell, well, they're not getting prosecuted or there's, there's something. Oh, I sure. Yeah. That seemed to indicate that my theory might be, you know, on target, but so, you know, so I think, uh, you know, Epstein and others are just sitting, you know, they just move them off set and and we say he's in the witness protection program and Oh, look, all the camera video disappeared and evidence disappeared. And well, that was the wildest that was the wildest story that they actually expected people to believe it was like it just so happened that the cameras were malfunctioning on the most high profile prisoner at all and he was supposedly in a suicide watch and then uh the two guards both took a nap at the same time and then somebody he was able to hang himself with paper sheets on it just like come on suicide proof paper sheets yeah it's just it was absolutely nuts dude but also, it was just you know, they gave him uh if, if it serves they gave they gave him the you know they made it look like so so a lot of times they really do kill people uh with the paper sheet it's the there's there's two ways as far as i can tell there's two ways the intelligence agencies when they murder you say fuck you the first, like, the, like we're going to make this, like, sometimes they make it look like a complete accident, like lady die or whatever. And then sometimes they really, really send a signal. And the two ways where they send a signal 
and say, Hey, y'all better shut up or you're going to you know, suffer what this dude did is number one, they hang you from a door handle. Do you know about this? This is how yeah. they, they killed Anthony Bourdain as, as an example. And there's, there's others. Um, and, and so the, the door, like hanging somebody hanging themselves from a doorknob is obviously so dumb and so stupid that only, you know, a government school television watcher would actually believe it. And then the other way they do it is they do it with a 22 behind the left ear. And so that's the other one. And my favorite example of that, which a lot of people don't know the story. Um, I got It's been so long since I've told this, I got to think, but, um, if you remember uh, Bill Clinton, when the uh, scandal of uh, what was her name? She was she was an Arkansas State employee, Paula Jones. You remember the Paula Jones scandal mm-hmm. during uh, 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 the Bill Clinton administration? Well, when that came out, if you remember, so Paula, so uh, um, Clinton sent one of his security guys, a state trooper named Danny Ferguson, down to bring. Uh, you know, Arkansas state employee to the governor's hotel room, which was at the same hotel that an event was going on. So, so they bring her up and this trooper named Danny Ferguson, you know, lets her in, comes out the door and then um, Clinton drops his drawers and, you know, does whatever, you know, perverted stuff that he, you know, he did. And then she runs out of the room, you know, uh, you know, astonished. So the only person that would have been a contemporaneous witness to that was this guy, Danny Ferguson, who would have seen her, you know, run out the, the, you know, the door, you know, um, uh, crying and, and, and may have even told her what happened on the way out or something like that. And so uh, who do you think he might've mentioned that to when he got home from work that evening? Maybe his wife, maybe he's, said to his wife you're not going to believe what the governor did today man this guy's unbelievable and so when the paul jones scandal his ex-wife they divorced at the time uh her name was oh man something ferguson uh um she's found dead with two holes in the back of her left ear even though she's right-handed okay yeah you know try and do the math on that uh, she was a nurse in a hospital in uh, Little Rock. Uh, her colleagues did not believe that she had committed suicide. They suspected foul play. And so literally the doctors and the nurses that she, she worked with in the hospital at the viewing, okay, at the, at the viewing, they're literally examining her head and going, this is, a, this is not a suicide. And so then they, you know, they, they, they begin, you know, kind of publicizing, et cetera. Her boyfriend at the time was uh, another Arkansas state trooper. Sounds like she was a badge bunny, if you know what that is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he begins talking, saying, no, she didn't kill herself. This is BS. Like, this is not, you know. And so he's found dead over her grave being shot in the back with, you know, committed suicide by being shot with, uh, you know, behind the left ear. And so those are the two ways I think the intelligence agencies feel. Kathy Ferguson's her name. Her name is Kathy Ferguson. And so uh, you can go and if it hasn't been scrubbed off the internet, you can get the details for that. Um, but those are just some of my, I could go on and on, but like those are the ways the intelligence agency, you know, so, you know, like warns people like, you know, yeah. this is, you know, we're going to hang you with these paper sheets or we're going to hang you from a doorknob or we're going to make it just look so dumb that, you know. That, what happened to her ex-husband? 
would uh, the the original guy that the original witness did uh, he I'm end up getting? Uh, he got the message and shut the f up. So yeah, like I, I have a feeling he probably got the message. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming as well. <laughs> uh, well, brother, I think we're rounding up on the hour now. Um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. And uh, do, is there any last minute plugs? I want to uh, send you all the links that you want included uh, for your Indiegogo and. Um, yeah, so the, just the, the three links are, uh, if you'd like to get the fourth edition of the book, uh, Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed, it's government-scam.com. Uh, if you would like to uh, uh, get the uh, uh, pre-order for a discount, the fifth edition, where we're going we're gonna to cover the COVID, who's behind the COVID, how they did the COVID, et cetera, that is artofliberty.org forward slash Indiegogo. And if you'd like to get the song Scam, uh, that's yeah. the lyrics to it. Uh, that is uh, artofliberty.org forward slash scam. And then everybody that participates in the Indiegogo will get an MP3 and an MP4 of the video. And, uh, and let's see if we can, uh, we can uh, add it to the end of this so everybody can see what we're talking about and what Spotify awesome. and Twitter are censoring this week. Perfect, brother. That sounds awesome. And yeah, I want to get a couple books from you too. Uh, so uh, listeners, look out. I'm going, to give a, I'm going to give a few books away. So I'll tell you how to do that or how to get the books. All right. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you for what you do. And uh, thank you to the audience for uh, caring. All right, brother. Peace. Peace, love, and volunteerism. I said we're living through a scam, yeah, 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 yeah. I said we're living through a scam, yeah, 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 yeah. I said we're living through a scam, yeah, 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 yeah. I said we're living through a scam, yeah, 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 yeah. Break down that walls that we got to unify Differences between us make us beautiful and divine Politicians, them, they use that difference to divide I and I know who I am, my heart is in alignment Standing up to the tyrants, no need to live in confinement Babylon crumbling before my eyes, I'm not surprised yet Every breath I take in the oxygen, I'm optimizing My health is my true wealth and no vaccine will compromise it Needles injecting into the ship, but they genetically modified Installing the operating system, 5G comes online The dead by toxic chemicals, the heavy metals ever make the headlines Blame it on the virus, which they never purified That's right Because we're living through a scam, yeah, yeah I said we're living through a scam, a scam, a scam I said we're living through a Type announcing on the block Political correctness is the branding on the flock Operation Warp Speed coming with a vaccine When them needles come at me There's only one who takes a shot Hey, I got the 12 gauge in the closet 357 on my bedside Look on my appendix I'm athletic, train myself right Contact tracers come at me Your medics won't be too psyched On this human body Self-defense, it is my birthright Indoctrination from cradle to grave I'm living under a slave state Figured that yet that the criminals can only rule you through religion and hate Authority held in belief, a majority fear nothing more than a spiking conformity Outnumber them, thousand to one, wait for me a slumber job, I feel this one, yes 
Selection, let the fraud get your attention Every boy is put the loop up If he thrown with no objection To aggression, no oppression Or violent tax collection True democracy is each individual Making her own selections 51, picking their own the 49 That's my rule Dialectics to distract us Even the fight is not cool Time for us to each become the master of our destiny Individual suffering die Is the way to free society Rise up, take the power back, yo Rise up, need the change you want to see Rise up, the silence is compliance Let your work shape your future destiny Hey, rise up, a counter-attack, yo Rise up, take a step of love and peace Rise up, there's no more playing small now The time has come to choose to be free Cause we're living through a scam Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven. 